Reinhardt makes a move, gives to Barkov, right circle, cuts in a shot, and a blocker save is made by Talbot. Down behind the net for Hagee, into the slot, a shot, and they score! It's Sam Reinhardt, top corner, and the Panthers are on the board with 8.15 to play here in the third. I cannot help but think of the starfish every single time I hear this song. I know, that's what I'm saying. Every time we play that song, the starfish should be dancing on our screen. Yeah, we need that. We need that for sure because I literally cannot think of anything else. I'm telling you, we should get that to the Panthers. We have to. We have to. We have to. But look, we already have the plan set up. Jay Fig is going to wear the starfish suit underneath her clothing. Someone's going to carry the pump separately. We're gonna <laughs> gonna, rip the it's going to look like the James Harden fat suit. Yeah, 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 it'll be great. It'll be fine. It'll be perfect. Look, if if they can sneak a, a traffic cone in there, you know, we can do this, all right? We can get this done. But uh, traffic cone in there was already there. Nah, he said he, he, he brought it in his jeans. I think that's what he said. I may be paraphrasing. More or less. Dude, you know how big a traffic cone is? <laughs> huge. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> But uh, let's get into some cat talk, shall we, Leroy? Oh, let me know. Oh, you don't have any, you don't have anything on you. I actually had to pick one up too. I gotta be honest, I didn't have one on me right before it started. Uh, but it's okay, man. This is for us. This is for us. It's for us. It's for us. Cat talk. Hockey fans don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of. Uh, your Florida Panthers. Oh, that looks like that Mandarin icicle. Yes, this is the uh, the orange, the orange pop, whatever it's called. You know, you know what it tastes sickle. like. Yeah, it tastes like those um those orange sickles, mm-hmm. where it doesn't taste like orange, like cream sickle, yeah, the orange cream sickle. Yeah, yeah, just a hint of orange. I don't usually like fruit with my sweets, but this is good though. What you know, what? like. Like, if I have a chocolate-covered strawberry, I'm going to eat the chocolate separately, and then I'm going to eat the strawberry. I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird like that. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that either. Or what? like the, the apples. Yeah, I'll oh, get them. How does get that apple survive that long? Yeah, that's strange. That is strange. You know right? why? Because there's there, it's just, like, compressed. by. Or if they put the, like, the you know, the candy apples, that used to be a big oh. uh, Halloween thing before everybody yeah. went crazy, yeah. right? But it used to rip all your teeth out. Yeah, for sure. Also, the whole bobbing for apples thing, strange. Very strange. Oh, we Robbie had to do that. That was on the dartboard to do. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I do remember that. Uh, you know, I was going to keep that one off the dartboard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. He goes, it's cold. <laughs> but because of what you don't realize, here's what you don't realize. First of all, yeah, the water is freezing. I didn't know right? that. Because you put ice in there. The water's cold. Huh. But apples are slick. Oh, so, so, so you you in there trying to push it up against the side. Meanwhile, <laughs> yes. your head is freezing. Yeah. You, uh, you're probably oh losing oxygen. Yeah. Right, but it was hilarious. Yeah. So we did that. I think the worst thing we ever did was um, Beast had to get in the tub and we oh. did margarita. Yeah, the margarita. Anything... Uh, Involving beast and alcohol in the same, like just, just. Think but we, it. we took, we took, you know, them big blue, uh, the big blue things. Yeah, the like the tra- right, like the drums. We uh, basically we got a uh, we emptied one of the big blue bins, like the garbage can. Yeah, and that's what we did. 
Yeah. Gross. So that was, that was, yeah. So he did that. That was disgusting. It looked disgusting. Well, let's get some cat talk in. The Panthers yesterday dropped one to the Los Angeles Kings. They now are 10, 5, and 1, which, you know, isn't necessarily bad when, when you give yourself this kind of boost. You can drop Here's one. Here's why it's so much better. Yeah. It's so much better because they spent half the year last year playing catch up. Yeah. Yeah. And for now sure. for, for them, the Heat, right? They, it's almost like they can just relax and play and get better. Instead of every game having to mean, if we don't win this, we out of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's it's not as crucial. I think I remember for the Heat at some point, we were waiting for them to reach 500 towards the end of the season. It was like, oh, first time we reached 500. Right, exactly. Yeah, the Panthers, the same situation. But it, it looks like it was worse for the Heat because, remember, they lost the first game of the play-in. Yeah, it was scary. I mean, the Panthers were kind of close, too. I think the Panthers were in the same situation, but I think they, they took care of business a little bit earlier, but... Right. It was it was looking it was looking uh pretty risky towards the end of the year and and I think they had a similar off season in which I know more of the pieces that left the Panthers than I do ones that you know joined the Panthers but whatever right. additions they've made and whatever subtractions were lost it seems that they've found the right recipe and I don't feel like they're too I felt like last year we were very dependent on Kachuk. And, right. you know, how he went, the team went kind of thing. And it doesn't seem well, like... Well, now it's so like he's gotten off to a, a slow start and it's been yeah. Reinhardt. Yeah, for sure. Reinhardt's picked up a lot of the slack. Bob's been playing well. And, you know, overall, that's just led to a, a, a better start to the season. And right. I know this year, last time, I at this point during last season, I know we were all questioning, like, is Paul Maurice the guy? Now we're second in the Atlantic Division. And we know, we feel confident that he's a guy he knows. He, you kind of said it last time, too. He kind of remains even keel. I know Tobin says he gets crazy during the games, but he never gets too no, high, never gets too He's low. very calm after a game, man. It's it's like, wow. Um, I want to – you know what I wanted to ask you? Yeah. Well, well, I'll ask you on the next next week. All right. Well, something, something happened in football. Oh, football. That, uh, that like, I don't necessarily care about because mm. – it's really not that important. All right. But anytime the people that can point the finger have the finger pointed at them, I always oh. wonder how people feel about that. All right. Well, we'll get right into that. So we got uh, 15 minutes of game day uncensored coming up. Good opportunity for us to get on. Look at us, Leroy. We're on the clock. We're we're professionals. Out that here, was an dude. accident, dude. Nah, professionals. Dude. <laughs> Look at us. Back after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time for South Florida Lexus Dealers 15 Minutes of Game Day Uncensored. Let's go! Sponsored by South Florida Lexus Dealers. Experienced amazing. Welcome back to the Leroy Show. Uh, Leroy and Marcos holding things down here today. So far, so good. So far, so good. No crazy mishaps. Board hasn't crashed. No, 
no, no. We're settling into the new studio, everyone. We're settling in nicely. Now, yeah. Leroy, we got a big game this weekend. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it wouldn't be the Miami Dolphins if we didn't keep things lighthearted. We saw Tua got a new hairstyle. Tyreek Hill. Actually, you know, Tyreek Hill, he got married, but it doesn't seem to be going uh, all well necessarily in in his his love life, if you will. And I don't mean love as in uh, partner. I mean, like teammate. You know, the love you may have for a teammate. Apparently, Jalen Waddle keeps standing him up for lunch, and uh, Tyreek Hill is hurt. What did Waddle get you as a wedding gift? Uh, he hasn't got gotten me anything yet. Um, he's he's been prom- he's been promising me brunch like ever since the beginning of training camp. I showed up to this place and he stood me up twice. So yeah. <laughs> I've been. Um, it's really like like it really sucks because um, I really be looking forward to spending time with Waddle on, on off days, but he he just doesn't see it the same way as me. So wow, yeah, he's hurt. Pain, dude. Pain. He is hurt. Now, of course, it wouldn't be Tyreek if he was having a good time with his teammates. Leroy, were you ever assigned to be uh, someone on the scout team? You know, they were going against a running back, and they're like, Leroy, we need you to be. We we all all do. Everybody has to run a scout team. Because keep in mind, it's not like college. Yeah. In college, you have a whole bunch of walk-ons. All they do is, you know, young guys, especially you got 130 guys out there. Yeah. You know, during football, you got 53 guys. And of those 53 guys, you got a kicker, a holder, and a long snapper, two mm-hmm. quarterbacks. So you're limited. So everybody got to run scout team. Mm. And so um, let's see. Um, yeah, the worst is Barry Sanders. Oh. You gotta do, we got to play Detroit because you got to run around. Oh, yeah. You know? And then defense get mad when you shake them a little bit. <laughs> okay. Come on. I've been just doing my job. Yeah. So – but then here's the worst thing that sucks about, because you know I've told the story about how there's certain guys on a team that are annoying. Yeah. Right. And, and it has to do with how they play. John Randall was 100 miles an hour every day, all day, pads, no pads, game day practice, uh, preseason. You know, and and it's a pain in the ass. Right, it was. Yeah. We used to go at it every day because you run scout team, and then he'd be a million miles an hour, right? And I'm like, come on, Johnny, John, 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 John. You do realize I'm not really Barry Sanders, oh, right? Okay. <laughs> so we used to get into it all the time. Yeah. Um, but that's just the nature of it. Everybody had to do scout team. Everybody, believe it or not, if you have fifty or sixty guys in the room and and on the team at a time. Yeah. 50 of them are in the special teams meeting. Oh, wow. That's so the biggest everybody, meeting for sure. Yeah, right. Everybody yeah. knows everybody got to do special teams. You're on a second team mm-hmm. or something. Gotcha. Because you don't have that many guys. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, you're going to need opportunities. I know they have different packages and stuff. So it makes sense. They even had uh, Tyree Kill. You know, we're going against Devontae Adams this week. So they had Tyree Kill doing uh, – he was Devontae Adams in, uh, in, in practice. And apparently well, he, he must have that's made – That's kind of tough. That is tough. Because yeah. Devontae was 6'3"? Yeah, for sure. But don't let that <laughs> stop uh, Tyreek from from somehow taking W's from, from practice. He said that he made Xavier and Howard fall, and, and you know, you're never going to hear the end of that when Tyreek makes you fall. 
Oh yeah, so um, today I, I was actually a part of the uh, scout team a lot today, um, and I was Devontae Adams. So I had a chance to um, run some Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams light routes. Um, I was able to uh, make Xavier Howard fall a few times, so that was fun. So um, and then when he fell, I, I was able to go over to him and then explain to him why he failed. Cause yeah. Okay. Hey. Okay. I'm, I'm, hold up. Hold up. Okay. I'm more than sure that Xavier Howard <laughs> don't want to hear right after you made him fall why he fell. This is why. Let me tell you why you just fell right now. I'm fast. <laughs> You're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, with someone a little bit more oh, serious. You said Devontae Adams is listed at 6'1". He looks taller than that, doesn't he? He does look taller than that. I thought he was like 6'3 or something like that. Yeah, I did too. I did too. You can't trust that might... list though. Huh? Can't trust those lists. They got Kyler Murray at like five eleven. Yeah, that's with his hair fully, fully combed out. Yeah, right. someone uh, we also heard from was a little bit more serious than Tyree Kill. You know, the old don't like games. Vic Fangio. Uh, one of the things that you and a lot of other people mentioned in regards to Hard Knocks coming to town is how much of a distraction that it could be. Uh, Fangs actually gave his opinion on whether or not Hard Knocks has bothered him. This is what the coach had to say. You know, I haven't uh, hadn't had any effect on me yet. Um, they haven't inconvenienced me or been in my meetings yet, so it really hasn't done anything for me yet. I'm, I'm sure it will at some time. <laughs> he said, I'm sure it will at some point, but so far so good, Leroy. So far so good, you know? Yeah, are you are you excited to watch the first episode of Hard Knocks? No. Not even a little. How long has Hard Knocks been out? I think like twenty years. I've not watched one second of it. Not one second, but it's funny. No, 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 no. dude, no, because I know how vultures work, right? Uh. Vultures, they looking for any reason if you don't have success. And so I would just rather eliminate all of the nonsense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you remember, I and I, t- I told Tobin this. Remember when, um, uh, who was it? Um, it was the Giants. They were in the playoffs and they had a bye week. And all the wide receivers came down south. Oh, yeah, they were on the boat. They were on the boat. Yep. And then they went back up and played. And everybody was complaining about they took their days off and went on a boat. That's yeah. why they lost because they wasn't focused. Not focused. Right? It's the dumbest thing in the world. They weren't focused, right? Were. Really? What do they want them to do though? Like just right. you need to be watching film. You wanna hear you wanna hear my experience yeah. on bye week? Yeah, what do you do? So <clears throat> we were we were the number one seed. Yep. We had the um we had the uh we had a bye week. So we got like four days off. We got from Thursday, we had to be back on Monday, right? Or Tuesday. We come down to Miami, right? Yeah. We golfing, we go out, we do all kinds of stuff. Have a good time, right? When we get ready to come back, there's a snowstorm up north. We can't take our flight. So we're stuck in Miami. No. So we're like, You're all right, thing. let's go, let's go get something to eat. Yep. So we go get something to eat. I go golfing or whatever. Right? We go golfing. It, it was January first. 
Yeah. I remember it. I was golfing at Eagle Trace, number seven. Mm. Got a hole in one. Whoa! Yeah. So that Tuesday, the owner was going to fly his personal plane to come get us. It was like six of us. Yeah. Right? But we got back on our flight and got back. We missed one day of practice. That week, I had three touchdowns. Two rushing, one receiving touchdown. After the game, they asked me, when was the last time you had three touchdowns a game? I say, high school, but I didn't even worry about that. Monday, I had a hole in one. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> you so, saw the wrong thing. With, with the same, with the same, you know, situation, yeah. had we lost, they would have put that twist on it. Yeah, of course. As a player, I just avoid, you know, I don't I don't want, like, if, if I can avoid it, and I'm not saying guys can't go and go on vacation and stuff, but if I can avoid the distraction of having to hear that nonsense, I will. That's what hard knocks is. If they have any failure, any, you know some dumbass reporter or somebody writing about the team is going to put it on hard knocks. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, I just would rather avoid it. No, that's fair. And look, I'm glad it hasn't uh, bothered Coach yet, but something that is bothering him and you tell me if you agree, he seems to be a little concerned with the workload of Zach Sealer and Christian Wilkins. Yeah, at times there is. Um, a lot of it depends upon the flow of the game. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of D linemen on the active roster in comparison to other teams. Uh, you know, so they're, they're capable. They've done it in the past, and they've done it this year so far of being able to log a lot of plays. Is that something you need? Like you were mentioning earlier, the offensive line is a unit that needs to be yeah. the most cohesive. The defensive line, is that something you need a lot of depth in? What you need on the defensive line is freshness, right? Oh, yeah. You have, to understand, you have to understand that being in a 3-4, so now you have four linebackers, right? Yeah. Those interior guys between Sealer and Wilkins, they're getting double teamed a lot more. Yeah, for sure. Right? And so it weighs on you. You talk about doing that and then run and then um having to stop the run and and do all this stuff. It takes it it takes um it wears you down. And in normal cases when you look at other teams, I don't care how good the D-line is, they're rotating. Yeah. If you don't have that, it, it could be a concern, you know, if it isn't going to catch up to them. Or you're going to have a situation where you're in a pivotal part of the game and you didn't give your guys the appropriate rest and they're exhausted and get ran all over. Yeah. It could play a role, but I, I I mean, you know, he said they normally have been doing it, but that's not why you give them the break. You give them the break so they can do it all the time. For sure. You're trying to be uh, preventative, not reactive. Right. Exactly. Well, uh, in regards to the defensive line play, Vic Fangio says, like a lot of the old he has no time for pass rush analytics. You mentioned the stats, the sacks maybe not coming at first for Briley. Um, I know there's like deeper metrics and analytics that say that he's always uh, applying pressure. Is that something that you subscribe to? Do you like do you look at those deeper analytics when you're kind of judging the off the defense or not? No, I don't look at the analytics part of it. I watch the tape and I know if our pass rush mm. is good enough or not. Look at that. What do you trust? That's, the eye I test? mean, isn't that wait, wait, you? You want a coach evaluating his players, not the numbers? Yeah. No, I feel the same way. I kind of do the same thing with my baby. I'm not going to lie to you. 
If it was up to my fiance, she's like, he coughed, let's go to the doctor. And I'm like, let's just look at him. Does he look like he's okay? He looks like he's okay. Obviously, there's times. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Yeah. How many years of medical school are you going to? Well, first of all, I'm a part-time chiropractor. Let's not forget that. You know, so. Wait, wait. And, and how many kids have you had? Well, you know, I've seen a couple of television shows. You know, it's my first <laughs> one, but. Hey, the, the Cosby show don't count, dude. Well, That's not real. You just look at the eye test. You got to give your kids the eye test sometimes, you know? Dude, I feel sorry. <laughs> like, how does he look? <laughs> he looks fine. <laughs> you know, he's fine. He's smiling. He's going to kick your ass out. He's smiling. <laughs> He's smiling. <laughs> uh, look, one thing right here brought up in the chat by RVA Richie. We didn't mention it all day. Robbie Chosen has been let go by the Dolphins. Really? Yeah, for sure. I guess uh, Chase Claypool, you know, and, and River Craycraft coming back. Kind of solidified. I yeah. guess we don't need them. It, it was a crowded room. Yeah, it was a crowded room. Probably our, and our keep most in mind, one of the reasons why they had him early because a lot of guys were banged up. Yeah, and, and he was able to take advantage. I think him and Mike White hooked up for a long touchdown. So I guess he kind of showed, right. you know, he still has some capabilities. It just happened to be a very deep room. Oh, they had to make room for, for uh, oh, HN. HN. That's my boy. Yeah, yeah that, glad he, yeah. I wonder if they're going to kick, they gonna kick the tires on him a little bit early. See if we can get some big plays out of him. I but I think running back you got to be patient with, right? Because I like to call them first two quarters softening them up. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Because then you keep pounding on them, pounding on them, pounding yeah. Eventually, one going to break, but you can't get impatient with it. Yeah, you hear that, Mike McDaniel? You can't run the ball to get to the 20-yard line and then decide, let me stop running against the Chiefs and just do crazy plays. Yeah, but it's okay. Look, we have an easier opponent this weekend. Antonio Pierce has had a good, solid run as a head coach. I think he gets his first loss That's this weekend. That's weird, man. That is weird. Weird, right? Yeah. No, I, you have to understand, Antonio Pierce? Yeah, he was. What, right? He was That's just weird. He's five, like. Five to seven years ago. He's your age? I think so. He might be a little younger. Yeah, I thought he may be younger. He was in their last Super Bowl, I want to say. Yeah, for sure. Let's see. Antonio Pierce age. That seems to be like a like a youth movement going on around the league, though. He's 45 years old. 10 years younger. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well, good luck to him, except for this weekend. All right, when we come back, we got some more Dolphins. I still got, that, I still got that story. Oh, yes, yeah, please. Let's yeah, come yeah, back yeah, with yeah. that, please. Yeah. All right. All right, we'll be back more after this. First person shooter mode. We turning your son to a funeral. To the, to say they don't office, you better be talking about working in Cuba. Wow. I lot, but I knew the code. Of- Hello, wow. Figgy. Wow. Wow. Hey! Hold on. Yeah. Even when you're late, you're late. Even when you're late, you're late. You normally come on at 12. Yep. We get to enjoy two. Mm -hmm. Now, 1245. Look at her just rolling in here. It's not my fault. You guys are messed up on the clock. How dare you? Rolling in here, dude. Oh, our clock is an hour earlier. It's actually 1145. It's actually 1145. Yep. Oh, daylight savings. That's a new one. That's yeah. a new one. I like that I'm a one, though. with my wife. Yeah. No, I am on time. Your clock is messed up. Yeah. There was a train. <laughs> oh, the train. Classic. It's a real train, by the way, guys. Yeah, it's sure. It's the bright light. Uh, Leroy, what you got for me, dude? It is not. So I want to ask y'all what y'all think about this. All right. I'm just going to read the comment. Oh. 
Clarissa Thompson admits Mm. to completely making up NFL sideline reports. What? Okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Completely making... Wow, damn. She is... She's on Thursday Night Football, so it's not like she's on like a little hole in the wall. No, she ain't on Scrub. She ain't on... She ain't... She ain't on um, the the what was what was the bad one? Oh, Jets versus uh, Denver. No, she was on Thursday. She's on Thursday night. That's Man, crazy. I'm, I'm she reading is more Thursday about night. this now. See, but now she's trying to walk it back. I'm seeing a tweet that came out maybe about an hour and a half ago. Uh, saying, let's address the elephant in the room. I have responsibility to myself and my employers to clarify what is being reported. When on a podcast this week, I said I would make up reports early in my career when I worked as a sideline reporter before I transitioned to my current host role. Working in media, I understand how important words are, and I chose the wrong words to describe the situation. What were the right words, lady? I'm sorry. I've never lied about anything or been unethical during my time as a sports broadcaster. Okay, so now are you lying about lying? I can't trust you so, anymore, Clarissa. So, so, but here's the kicker. Yeah. You know who went after? Who? All the other female sideline reporters. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, you're discrediting right. them at that point. Right. So Tracy Wolfson, you oh. know who her. Yes. This is absolutely not okay. Not Whew. the norm and upsetting on so many levels. Whew. I take my job very seriously. I hold myself accountable for all I say. Yeah. I build trust with coaches and never make something up. I know my fellow reporters do the same. Damn. Okay. Okay, okay, look. Let's 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 talk about the actual things because now I'm wondering like what what is she what is she talking about? She said she clarified that in the absence of a coach providing any information, she would use information that she had gathered and saw during the first half to create her report. For example, if a team was 0 for 7 on third down, that would clearly be an area where they needed to improve in the second half. In these instances, I never attributed anything I said to a player or a coach. I don't know, man. It seems like she's trying to walk back a lot of this stuff. You know, that's. I don't know. I don't. Wait, wait, wait. Here's what I would say. Yeah. And here's where I have to ask outsiders. Yeah. As a player, I've never been given a break for nothing that I've said. Nothing. In fact, anytime a player says something, nobody can wait to jump down his throat. And guess what? Last I checked, these guys were football players, not professional speakers. Okay? So I give them a break because it's not the easiest thing to do when you just got done playing a football game and they've had three hours to watch what you were doing to respond to everything that happened in that game. It's not the easiest thing to do. So a lot of times you hear generic answers, right? Because you really don't know at that moment. Yeah. But... The people that write about it, the people that are professionals, the people that went to school and got training on that specific job, yeah, right? Why should we let them walk it back? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like right now, there's a thing on TV, and it's about uh, Trayvon Diggs talking about his brother, right? Saying yep. he, 14 need to get the hell up out of there. Yeah. Right? Or he... Um, quarterback ain't been good until uh, bro got there. Stuff like that. And 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 Stephon have to come in and answer for that stuff. What his brother said. You know, and he basically said, I never said that. Don't come at me. 
My brother's a grown ass man. He played fo- he played football too. Right? Yeah. But in this situation, because you have to understand, I don't look at everybody make mistakes, right? Everybody makes mistakes. But here's where I differ from them. I don't get the benefit of the doubt ever. Players, athletes, coaches never get the benefit of the doubt, never get to walk it back. You hold them to what they said or did forever. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And now she want to just release a statement and say everything's supposed to be okay? So if she showed me one instance, one situation where she's been that lenient with a player, I may buy it. I may understand it. But for the most part, when we talk about players and we pick apart what they say, we don't give them the benefit of the doubt. We pick it apart even more. Now, what if what the the things that she was, quote unquote, making up, because she was saying that, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily that she was making up stats or anything like that, that maybe the coach couldn't come out at halftime or it was too late. So she'd say general things like they need to get better on third downs. Is that something right. that, like, what she was she's saying? She's doing, she's doing, well, because it would look pretty bad if they want a response from the coach and the coach wouldn't talk to her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So she fills it with filler. Right? Yeah. But you could just say that. You could say, hey, sometimes coming out of these halftimes, all coaches aren't receptive to, to questions and stuff like that. They're trying to get on the field and do what they need to do. And you could say that. Yeah. She said I would make up the you report know? sometimes because, A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late. And they didn't want to screw up the part. So I was like, I'm just going to make this up. First right. of all, no coach is going to get mad if I say, hey, we need to stop hurting ourselves. We need to get better on third down. We need to stop turning the ball over and do a better job of getting off the field. So she's just giving not me the, football Not talk. the way you sold it, though. You yeah. sold it like you had a conversation with the coach. Yeah, and, and honestly, it makes it seem like now now I can't – now you're trying to, you know, provide justification for whatever it is that you said. How can I trust you now based off of – like you told me you're a liar, and then now you want me to trust you? Right. She says they're not going to correct her on that and that it's fine. She'll just make up the report. Yeah. So. Maybe she can just say, hey, I didn't get a chance to speak. Well, I guess – I don't know. No, but if, if you don't say that, then wouldn't they say – wouldn't, wouldn't they say something along the lines of, oh, well, let's get somebody in there that, that can do it? Yeah. She's trying to keep her job, too. I get all, but listen, I get all that, right? I just, I, I set this up by saying from the position that I held, right? None of them was ever understanding to the circumstances in which I was out there playing football. You see what I mean? What about players that play with injuries that you can't say nothing because otherwise your team would get fined for not putting you on the injury list? Oh, yeah. That's true. See what I'm saying? Yep. So it's not that I don't get everything that she's saying or explaining. Yeah. And I can understand why she would do it. I wouldn't I can't say I wouldn't do the same thing. That I would have to say something. They come to the sideline report. What did you say? What did you say with the coach? Right? I'd be like, what have you learned? So, right, uh... exactly. <laughs> exactly. So everything keeps moving or whatever. Here's what I wouldn't have did, though. I wouldn't have admitted it. Yeah, what are you doing? On a podcast? Right. What are you doing? Right, here? correct. Correct. So from that standpoint, right, show me one situation or circumstance, right? Yeah. Where you have given a player the benefit of the doubt, where you have asked 
for a little bit of understanding, you know, for a situation because they know these situations more than most. And they still go all in. Right? Yeah. So what I say is, hey, back at you. I ain't doing it. You never did it to me. Yeah. Right? That's rough, man. It's it's I remember I give you a perfect example. So I came down here for for I think we had a bye week or something like that, right? Got in trouble. Oh, right. Mm. Got in trouble. Mm. Got arrested. Whoa! In Miami on South Beach. Leroy. Right. What are you doing? Went back. Yeah. Went back up to uh to Minnesota. Yeah. And they were like, "Uh oh, he a drug drug uh, drugs in his pocket or whatever." Yeah. I'm like, whoa. All right. So that Tuesday, when I got back, I had to fly to Chicago, eight-hour meeting with the NFL and doctors and stuff like that. Right? Come back. I said to the reporters, I said, hold on. You guys know me. Every time you've asked me a question, I've answered it truthfully. So here's what I'm going to do. Let this play out. Right? This is nonsense. And you know what? They all did because of how I handled myself for my first eight years of my career. Gotcha. Right? So, but but I built that trust. Yeah. With how I handled them, no matter what. Win, lose, or draw. Right? So it comes out, you know, two months later when football season is over, charge is thrown out. Makes sense. But I had already gone through it. Yeah. Right? I had already got the, you know, you the people that were writing all this stuff weren't around when it got thrown out. So yeah. I had to basically just eat it. So you best believe if one of them get caught in a situation or saying something stupid, you're going to be hard-pressed to get players to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I feel any sort of. And that's just the way. That's just the way it goes. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should be a little more compassionate or understanding when another guy get thrown. Like you know what the whole, you know the whole um, innocent till proven guilty. Yeah, that don't apply. Nah, it's like guilty that don't till apply. proven innocent. You guilty, you get trashed and and what have you until yeah. you prove your innocence. Yeah, and then guess what? How many times you heard? Ooh, I was wrong on that one. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So that's how understanding I'm going to be with all these situations. When somebody getting in a little trouble, when somebody, when one of these guys, right? Yeah. Because guess what? If a player got caught doing cocaine in a football facility, yeah. how long would he be playing NFL football? I mean, look what they did to Josh Gordon and Ricky Williams for weed. Okay. But the coach. Oh, yeah, of course. Videotaped. Yep. He is now offensive line coach in, uh, I think it's uh, San Francisco. He's had a plethora of jobs since then. He makes good money. He's one of the uh, the highest paid. Right. 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 And then nobody flipped out. Nobody, you know, he just went away. Yep. So, yeah. Mm -mm. So, I ain't buying it. It, I get it. Maybe I understand what she was saying. Yeah. I understand you got to fill space. I understand your employer wants you, right, to give some some content, right? 
don't then go on your podcast and black and and, and kind of talk about it like you almost throwing in everybody's face like you got away with it. Look what I used to do. I don't, and then say, I don't do it now. Right? Damage is done. Yes, that's it. Uh, when we come back, final hour of the show. I'm going to wrap things up this week. going to finish things off with a little You're Dead to Me. Stick around. We'll be back after this.